On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, Sean and I are going to be talking about New Year's goals for e-commerce. Some of the goals that uh, that you want to set uh, for your brand, uh, and not just for your brand, but for yourself and for your overall life. Uh, so we're going to get to that shortly. Before we begin, we wanted to let you know some really exciting news and something that we've never talked about before on the podcast. Our team at Mindful Marketing is growing, and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we are looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply and start the process today. Now, on to today's episode. We are back, Sean. We are back. I'm looking here to look at you. We're here in the new year, man. That's 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 the biggest thing. Is, this is 2021. Everything's going to be different now. <laughs> yes, yes, totally. Yeah, 2021. Oh man. Uh, you know what? One thing that is not going to be different is the meteoric rise of e-commerce. E-commerce is the what's the? It's, it's the darling right now. It's the it's the the online business darling. If you're in e-com. It's, you're in the right place. Yeah, and if you're listening to this and you're thinking about getting into e-com, like get into it yesterday because this is the industry right now that is on the rise. Uh, you know, if you have a, a brand, was first of all, if you don't have a brand, if you're just selling products, this is not for you, <laughs> right? Like um, just selling products, this is not what we're talking about. But if you have a brand and you're trying to build a brand, that's what we're talking about here on this podcast. So, uh, you know, this will be episode 140 something. And, you know, we've been going at this for a little while. Uh, we're really, really excited for 2021. This is our first episode of 2021. This is the first one. I mean, it probably won't be the first one. That is it the first one that's coming out? No, it's the first one that's coming out. Oh, good. I'm yeah. glad that we timed it that way. Yeah. Um, this is Tuesday of, um, of 2021, Tuesday, one, the fifth. One thing that you just said, just reminded me of, uh, of, of something else. Jordan, when's the best time to plant a tree? uh 10 years ago <laughs> <laughs> I, I i think the proverb goes yesterday but 10 years ago is even better <laughs> well trees take a while to plant like i yeah <laughs> oh my god so today on arborists online uh <laughs> uh well let's get to it we're, we're talking about new year's goals so i actually remember we did an episode on smart goals um this time last year and and let's actually go through what a smart goal is Again, oh, I'm gonna have Dude. to remember. So S S is for specific. Specific. Yes. So, uh, so the big thing about goals, right? You want to make sure that your goals actually uh, are are specified, right? Um, Next is that they're measurable. Yes. Right. Whatever your goal is, can you measure? Do you know how close you are to attaining it? Do you know? Are, yeah, that's basically it. If it can't be measured, it's not a good goal, and you need to get you need to get a goal that you can measure. So, so it, like, l- let's give a couple examples here because I, I think that a lot of people are going through. I've, I've been talking about this a lot. If you follow me on LinkedIn, I've been talking a lot about this this idea of goal setting and resolutions at the beginning of the year because I think it's really, really important. Whenever you want to start your year, you know, oh hey, everyone's doing goals in January. Everyone's doing resolutions. Yes, because it's the beginning of a new year and it's a new start. Jordan, I have a smart goal. Yes. I'm going to crush it in 2021. (laughs) (laughs) My goal is to crush it. 
Um, so first of all, is that specific? Absolutely not. There is nothing specific about that goal. What is am I, what am I gonna crush? Yeah, what are what are you gonna crush? How much am I gonna crush it by? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Now <laughs> the A is is it attainable, right? Um, is this an attainable goal? Because for you to to set a goal like you know, say for for me in the in the case that I'm in right now, um, say I I want to set this crazy goal that's just like, hey, I'm going to acquire ten new e-commerce brands this year. Well, that's probably not attainable. I mean, that's it maybe is attainable one a month. It would be attainable if you had done it once or twice already. Yes, yes, exactly. But to me, that's not an attainable goal. So I'm not going to set a goal like that because I know. What's probably going to happen and what happens with a lot of people's resolutions is they set these insane goals that that aren't attainable. And so when they hit their first hiccup, then it's like, oh, OK, I'm done. I'm done. Then the goal goes out the window and you're back to waiting for next year. Yes. Also, I, I just want to say, I don't know if you guys can tell, but like I normally do like three or four podcast episodes a day, including our podcast and then going on others. This is the first one in like three weeks that I've done. And I'm feeling rusty, guys. I am feeling very, very rusty. <laughs> you know what? It's it's like riding a bike, okay? Like a bike with missing a wheel. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Or just like a flat tire. Um, so let's, let's just go through again, what, what smart goals are here again, relevant to, to what you, uh, sorry, is the R right in the S, uh, M A R T, uh, relevant goals and time-based. Do you have a time frame defined? Again, it can't, can't just be in the future. My e-commerce brand is going to be successful totally or yeah. in the future. My e-commerce brand is going to reach $10 million. That's great. But $10 million in what time frame and when are you going to achieve that? If, if you don't have a time frame, it's not a goal. It's just like wishful thinking. Totally. And That's if it. you're, and again, you know, on the attainable part, if you're doing a million dollars in sales right now, you're probably not going to do 10 million this year. I hate to tell you there are unicorns out there who do it, but again, it's not attainable goal, right? So um, just thinking of that, you know, we didn't want to make this all about smart, um, but <laughs> uh, you really need to know that when you are starting to set your goals for the year. And I'm assuming that a lot of you have already set a lot of these goals. We did our uh, mindful marketing um, planning, I believe it was in October, October, or November. We were already planning I and mean, we've got five years of plans of goals set oh, out for do we ever. Yeah. Yeah. So for, for the agency and for our growth that we're having. Um, but you know, there's a lot of brands and, and some of you out there right now who may not be thinking, um, yet, uh, about these goals. So this is the time to start thinking of what your specific goals are for the year. So let's talk about a few goals that we could potentially, uh, you know, some big, um, some, some big levers, right? Some big levers. So what is What's your favorite lever to pull? Well, I mean, the biggest and the, the most important lever in business to pull is profit, right? I talk about profit all the time. I have people on the podcast who talk about profit, right? Because it's so important. Nobody cares about your revenue numbers. No, revenue. I mean, revenue is important for a variety of reasons, but it's not where you start, right? It's it's a, it's a vanity metric if there's no profit behind it. Totally. So, so uh, it, it would be good to set a smart goal centered around profit, and if you want it to be specific, you know, figure out what your profit is now and figure out what you want it to be. That, yeah. would, that, that would be where you'd want to start, right? And then, of course, you can measure profit. If you can't measure profit, I think you should put this episode on pause and go and look at your finances and figure yeah. out how you're going to do it. Um, what would be an attainable uh, profit goal, do you think, for the average the average e-com brand that's at seven figures? Well, I think if somebody, say say that you're at a million dollars, right? I think that a really good goal um, for you to be at is 20% profit. 
I think that's a really good number to, to try to aim for. So the great thing about setting a goal like this, right, a smart goal that's specific um, is if, and especially if it's percentage based, is that you can measure that every single month, whether your sales in January are 50,000, because in November, they're going to be 200,000, right? But if it's percentage based, then you can actually measure it throughout the year, knowing that there's fixed costs that are going to go down as your sales go up. And we'll talk about that in point number two with revenue. But, um, you know, getting to that 20% goal, I think is a really, really big um, deal uh, to start. Um, and, and, that, and it's, and, that, and that, that would be, that would be obviously you guys listening, you know, dumb. that would be a specific, like a profit margin goal. Cause you could also have a profit amount goal as well. You could say, I want to make this much totally. profit yeah. in this quarter or, or in this month. Again, just, you know, they're, they're two different things. Yeah. Uh, also interestingly, I don't know why I, I thought of this right now, but profit's one of those things that's very, like people don't love to talk about profit. Mm-hmm. People don't mind talking about the revenue numbers ever. Like, I, I've rarely met somebody who's like, won't talk about the revenue numbers, but profit's a little bit different. Cause that's really what you're taking home at the end of the day. Right. And, um, and that's a little bit harder to, to, to necessarily talk about publicly. So this might actually be a, a private conversation, you know, that you're going to have uh, not necessarily with your team or with your staff, because they're, they're a little bit out of the loop when it comes to, to your profit, but do not get me wrong. Profit is so important to your staff right? Without profit, you don't have a business, right? Your business is going the opposite direction totally. of the way that it needs to go uh, to be able to um, to survive and thrive and grow and, you know, your employees be able to get better positions in your company and and really be able to grow into the roles that, that they're meant for. Um, so that's why we really believe in profit. It's not just so that you can buy a giant boat, right? That's not, and I mean, <laughs> cool. If that's what you want to do, that's great. Um, but most of the people that I surround myself with and that we surround ourselves with, um, don't necessarily, that that's not what they're in it for, right? It's just some giant house and giant boat. It's building a company that's going to last, right? And a legacy that's going to last. And that's what profit is all about. So profit, I think is a great goal, right? Is upping that profit. Even if it's by, if it's by 1%, you know, if you're only doing 5% profit right now, aiming for 20 probably isn't a great idea. No, I, I would, I would honestly make, make your, make your goal 10% because that's a doubling of profit. That means that you have doubled the efficiency in your operation or you've cut your operating costs in half like that. That is a massive transition from 5% to 10%. Totally. And if you guys don't know where to start with that, um, get a fractional CFO, right? Get somebody to get in and look at your books. This is not your bookkeeper. Um, this may be your accountant if they're really forward thinking, Um, but get somebody to take a look way down deep into your books and find places that you could either, either get more efficient, um, or in number two, what we're going to talk about in revenue, um, some of those fixed costs start to come down as our revenue goes up. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So number number two is revenue set, set revenue goals. Again, you should be setting revenue goals secondary to profit goals. A hundred percent. Yes. So revenue goals, let's, let's talk about that. So what's a reasonable revenue goal? Well, what, how much did you grow last year? Right. Companies that are low seven figures can grow so fast percentage wise. Right. Um, you know, going from three to 6 million isn't crazy. That is actually, I feel like that's a huge jump for your processes, that three to $6 million jump. But you know, if you're at a million dollars and your, your goal is to get to 2 million, that's probably not a crazy goal right? That's it's, it's probably not, if, if you're pulling, if you're pulling the right levers and you're, you're prepared to scale, 
and you you have you have some profit margin already so that you can reinvest in the business and scale it then yeah that that's definitely totally. doable but you also need to be um again be realistic with the revenue goal and sometimes uh like what is the revenue what is having this arbitrary revenue goal actually achieving for the brand as well you need to actually understand and have vision of what that means totally and then set this revenue goal and think oh my gosh what am i going to have to do to actually make that revenue goal possible not just from the marketing side but from the operations side absolutely right if it was just about selling things that that in my opinion that's a lot easier and i, I you know i'm kind of the marketing guy and Sean is more like the ops guy and, you know, I can come with all sorts of crazy ideas, but until we actually figure out revenue wise, you know, going from 2 million to 3 million, that's a lot of extra processes that you're going to have to figure out in that time. It is. And it's also um, the good and the bad. The good part is that it means it's a ton of new customers as well. The bad part is you need to make sure that you have airtight ways of managing and re-engaging and delighting those customers. Yes. But again, revenue increased revenue is actually, it actually means you have an increased customer base. And I think that's where the real gold is in revenue. It's like the secondary benefit to a revenue goal. Totally, totally. Yeah, love that. Hey guys, just a reminder from the beginning of the episode, our team at Mindful Marketing is growing and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we are only looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for a large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have had at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply to start the process today. Now, back to today's episode. Um, let's talk about a couple more things here because we're... Uh... This, I could talk about this stuff forever. Uh, so another goal, you know, some potential goals is, and this kind of leads into profit and revenue is maybe some new potential partners, right? So looking at businesses that are in, uh, you know, that own the same customers that you own, but maybe in different places. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, for, for our brand uh, in Canada, we're often looking for um, partners in the States because we really want to get down into the States uh, in, into the U S and start to, uh, market more there, but how much easier would it be to do a cross promotion where they want to get into Canada? We want to get into the States. Perfect. It doesn't cost either brand anything other than a little bit of brand equity. But if you're able to, uh, you know, if you're able to pitch the other brand to your customers without, um, you know, coming across as, as slimy and sleazy, which, you know, most of the people listening to this are not going to, you know, some of you out there, you know who you are. <laughs> Slugs. <laughs> um, but an, another type of partner that maybe you weren't thinking of would be someone or someone, an, uh, an organization like a marketing agency, for example, if you've never engaged with a marketing agency, that is a type of partner that can greatly help you achieve your goals if you pick the right partner and partner with them in the right way. Totally, totally. Um, You know, that's one huge thing that we've, uh, you know, we've noticed not just from our side as a marketing agency, but uh, from the brand side as well, that when you're able to hire strategic partners for certain things that you may not be the best expert at, you will grow exponentially, right? Like, it's, it's incredible to see some of the brands that have come in uh, you know, to our ecosystem and, uh, and that we're really, really proud about. Like we had, we had a brand last year that came into our ecosystem who was barely selling anything online. They knew 
Um, you know, they had an, an incredible product that they were selling at craft markets and um, they just didn't know how to sell online. And so they came to us and, and I don't want to talk about specific revenue numbers, but it's absolutely astounding to see this company grow from where they were to where they are now and do the things that they're incredible at, which is design and social media and those sorts of things. Whereas we come in as the, you know, the marketing partner in there and, and, you know, saw them grow. I mean, like revenue wise, what, I don't even know what it was. 50 X. Like you, you weren't a business. Now you're a business. Yeah. Yeah. yeah th that's, that's the value of partners. And it does, especially for, for some of the, the, the smaller and newer brands listening to this right now. Um, if you've never engaged a, a, a partner, a marketing partner, or any a creative partner, um, maybe a shipping and fulfillment partner, any kind of partner, you it, it can be scary because you like to do everything by yourself. But if you can engage a partner in a way that's going to be beneficial to you, it can help you grow leaps and bounds. We've seen businesses that didn't exist suddenly be thriving, legit brands yeah. and businesses, seemingly not overnight, but literally within three months. Totally, totally. I mean, this is this is the thing that other that people also don't realize, right. Is, Oh my gosh, but I'm going to be giving up, you know, $2,000 or $2,500 a month to this agency to do this thing for me. That's great. If you don't value your time <laughs> for me, exactly. I, I, I value my time at $300 an hour. So whatever I'm doing, I think about that. Okay. This is 300 bucks an hour. So I'm taking me, notes because nine... there's a few things I don't want to have to do, but I might hire you to do it. At bucks an hour. <laughs> so there's, so there's nine, that's nine hours of, of my month, right? Um, to me, nine hours is very, very valuable. I mean, I'm spending about 20 minutes of that with you guys right now. So I hope that you guys feel privileged because okay? <laughs> that is a hundred bucks. Such a you, you, can, you can PayPal it over here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, uh, but it's really good for you guys to have an idea of what your time is worth. Um, and, and, you know, if right now you think maybe it's just worth 50 bucks an hour, that's fine. Just have a value on your time. So you know what you're trading, mm -hmm. right? Because yep. you're not just giving up $2,500 to this agency or whatever you're going to pay them. You're also getting back your time. It's, right? it's such a great practice. And I'm, I'm sure some of you guys do this already. I'm sure a lot of you, I hope a lot of you guys do this already. Jordan and I started doing this uh, years ago, and this is what led to like explosive growth in the marketing agency is. We actually went through and we made a giant list. It was it was probably like a list of like between 50 and 100 things of all the different tasks that we each do. This was back when when we were uh, basically two freelancers calling yeah. ourselves an agency. And we just listed it from from $10. Like, what is this worth? $10 an hour, $100 an hour, $1,000 an hour, or $10,000 an hour. And we saw that most of what we were doing was in the $10 to $100 an hour. And we're like, wow, we are burning time because we could hire um, a team member for the $100 an hour stuff. We could hire... A VA or two for the $10 an hour stuff. And then that frees us up to then put our time to the thousand and $10,000 an hour um, jobs and stuff like goal setting and, and, and making smart goals and stuff. If you are busy doing 80 hours a week of $10 an hour jobs, you're not even going to be setting goals. You're just going to be reacting to the next thing that comes. Oh, abs absolutely reactive. And we see this all the time with, you know, people who come to us who are just frazzled, you know, they're, they're running a business. Maybe they're making a couple hundred grand a year and they're happy ish but they're absolutely frazzled because yeah, they're, 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 you know, kind of being profitable, but they're not actually running a business, right? They're just running a glorified job for themselves that they happen to have a couple of people helping them with. Um, so to, to me, I mean, this, we weren't really planning on talking about this as far as partners is concerned, but it's so important. Think about those potential roles that you can get off of your plate so that you can be a successful human being. I mean, think about the, 
the, the things that we have accomplished, you know, in our agency, in just in life in this last two years, uh, two or three years, I mean, that we wouldn't have been able to accomplish if we didn't stop doing those low level tasks. And I'm not demeaning the tasks. It's just that as the founder and CEO, your goal is to set the direction, right? Your goal is not to be in there doing things all day and managing your ads and like don't all don't get us wrong. We we love and respect the people who are doing that now. That is where we came from. That oh is, my that gosh. Is, that is that is where I think not every brand, but most brands need to start that way because that is how you respect and understand how things get done. And that's how you set the culture in your in your organization. But if you're always the one doing it, it's not a business. It's really it's really a hobby where you get to take home some money at the end of the day. And yeah, a really a well of anxiety. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, okay, let's let's get to number four here. Number four is acquisitions. Um, I think that that, uh, you know, acquisitions is something we've been talking about for probably the, probably the last year has been massive for us in the agency, uh, on the e-com side, um, you know, acquisitions are absolutely incredible. Um, uh, but again, set a smart goal. So I have set a goal this year and I'm now I'm saying it out loud. So I guess <gasps> it's going to happen, uh, is, um, making two acquisitions in the first six months of the year, companies that are doing anywhere between one and $2 million in revenue where the owner, um, is done and just wants to get out, wants a good paycheck, um, to leave, but is done with the brand. Um, so to me, I, I think that's a smart goal. I think I, I think I nailed it. So it's specific. Since some of them might be listening, what kind of brands are you looking for? Yeah. So we're looking for, for brands out there in North America. Um, again, you know, uh, people in the lifestyle luxury um, sector. So, uh, you know, lifestyle kind of brands, um, you know, if you're out there, you know what a lifestyle brand is. Um, yeah, those are, that's really who we're looking for. So again, I just want to make sure that this runs through the, the smart goals, right? So is it specific? Yes. I want two uh, in the first six months. Is it measurable? Yes. We would acquire two brands. Um, is it attainable? Absolutely. Um uh, is it relevant to what I'm doing? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And is it time-based? Well, you said six months. Six months. Boom. So boom. Right there. They're, they're, they're very easy to set these kind of goals, right? These sorry, these kinds of goals. Um, and, and I think that they're doable. And, and now I look at those goals and, you know, a couple of my other goals, one of them was to go um, mountain biking a hundred times within this calendar year. I think that's pretty doable. That's two times a week. I'll, I'll I'll have to see if I can let you go. Okay, George, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to sign I'm I'm gonna sign your release. Okay, Sean, will let the uh, the leash go. Um, yeah, Jordan so- can do whatever he wants. <laughs> Sean knows I would snap that leash if he tried. Um, so yeah, guys, this is you know this is just to get you guys started on some goals for you for the new year. We're really trying to look at those um, you know the small hinges that you know open up massive doors for you. Uh, and we really believe that, you know, profit, revenue, partners, and acquisitions are those levers. Um, you know, some of them actually might be bigger levers than smaller levers, but um, but those are, you know, kind of what, what we're looking at this year. Um, at the same time, at the agency, we're looking at these exact same um, types of levers for the new year. And we really do believe that we can use those to, you know, attain our bigger goals. Literally everything on this list is, is something that we're looking at right now. Yeah. And you guys should be as well. Even if you, even if you think, Hey, I'm good. You are good. Great. But 
you could be gooder. And being gooder is really the goal, isn't it? The goal. (laughs) Gooder than yesterday. (laughs) So guys, I hope, I hope you really, really enjoyed um, this episode. Uh, Love everyone who's reaching out to us. Uh, I cannot believe the amount of listeners that we have to this little podcast that could we're up to 140 something episodes now. Um, It's just incredible. Um, You know, share this with your friends. Uh, If you haven't hit subscribe, hit subscribe. Um, it, it actually really helps, uh, with the podcast algorithm, uh, when people subscribe as well. So, um, yeah, but again, thank you guys, uh, for everything that you helped us out with in 2020 and, uh, here's to an incredible 2021. If you guys have, uh, you know, amazing stories that you want to share with us, please reach out uh, at mindfulmarketing.co, um, reach out to us and, and let us know, or reach out to, uh, myself or Sean on LinkedIn. Do it. Hey guys, we hope you really enjoyed today's episode. Can we ask you a favor? Hit subscribe so that you never miss an episode and share this with your e-commerce store owner friends. We also love reviews. So if you could leave us one on Apple Podcasts, that would mean so much to us. Just a reminder from the beginning of the episode, our team at Mindful Marketing is rapidly growing and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we're only looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for a large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have had at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply and start the process today. I hope you guys have a great week.